Welcome to the People Person Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price, and with me every single week is my buddy and co-host, Mr. Brian Sittler. Hello, good sir. How are you, sir? I am good. Back uh, in our fine uh, city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, after a trip to the hallowed lands themselves. The hallowed lands. I had to make my pilgrimage, if pilgrimage. if you will. The pilgrimage to PA. To PA, not to Mecca. But, no. But to Scranton. It's, it's well on its way. Maybe someday. Maybe, maybe one day, Mecca. I don't know. Looks I, cool. I, looks crowded. Not going <laughs> to lie. The Hodge, a busy time of the, year. The, the, the church of Michael Scarn or uh, Scott. Uh, I mean. Different church, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but you, you, you as a the pilgrimage in the church of Michael Scarn to uh, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, yes, yes. I mean, I technically wasn't even, you know, this, this just goes to tell you like... Um, how it is when you when you get there, you're not even in Scranton at the airport. You're in um, Wilkes-Barre, and because it's a it, it doesn't even get its own name because it's Wilkes-Barre Scranton Airport. Okay, it is Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre is it? Wilkes, okay, one of the two. I'm well, not okay. sure. I apologize to any uh, listeners out any there. Any Wilkes-Barreans? Yes, who are uh, somehow found our podcast. Thank you so much. W- welcome. But uh, you have a fair, fine city from the far that I could see as I went in the other direction. Because you didn't go to Wilkes-Barre. I you went did to not. Scranton. Close. I went to Scranton. The closest I got to Wilkes-Barre was when I decided to visit the Montage Mountains, where Ooh. our good friend Michael Scott once got to see Alicia Keys, and we all know what happened with that. Oh. He uh, he smoked. It was a closed cigarette. At least he thought it was a closed cigarette. That's right. And everyone else was doing it. Yeah. So well, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I yeah. That was that was actually pretty. I wish I could have seen the amphitheater, but you know how it goes. They're kind of tight with that shit. So yeah. uh, that actually is a it's a beautiful place, Scranton. I must say. I um I was surprised. Like out, just there's mountains and greenage, and it's on the outer. I mean the. I will say where I stayed was kind of the rough and tumble. It was one of the nicest hotels listed in the. Uh, travel uh travel reviews but definitely um had seen better days i think um i didn't have much time there and i should preface this by saying i was delayed as we all have been delayed so often lately with the travel industry six and a half whole hours so i had to leave at i left around noon ish 12 30 whereas before i was supposed to leave around 5 5 30 yeah uh maybe maybe a little later than that but uh, it definitely limited my ability to see things because it kind of shrunk the schedule up just a little bit. Yeah. And as it turns out, I'm not really a fan of finding. I like going at my. I'm a. I like going at my own pace. Yeah. You know, I. I it's. Not, I have nothing against schedules per se, but I found a couple places. Obviously, I had to go find the best pizza place in town. Exactly. Alfredo's Pizza, pizza Cafe, Cafe. Which we posted a picture on the Facebook we page. We did. It looked good. It does. It does. It does look good. And you know what? Maybe if they made it a little bit better, it would have been amazing. But it just didn't sit well with wasn't your my favorite stomach. Pizza. Yeah, I had some. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite pizza. I, they have so much more on there. I want to go back, honestly, and get something different. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it. And uh, I love how they, they promoted it in the menu, as you all saw on the page. Yeah. The better one. I wasn't going to. I wasn't visiting Alfredo's Pizza. Or P- wait, Pizza, pizza by Alfredo. Alfredo yeah. Those chumps. Yeah. Didn't do that. But then, and thankfully, right around the corner is the poor richards oh yeah stand in so it's actually a little hard i was i was worried for a minute because i couldn't see it from the outside it is it is inside a bowling alley 
Oh, really? It is uh, has its own little area, okay. like own bar area. And I'm blanking on the the bowling alley's name. Um, but I was a little worried, and then I saw it was there, and very kind people in there. I had I went in, had some drinks, had some had some laughs with uh, the very kind bartender and. The, the the patrons there were, were were nice too. Definitely, were they regulars from the community? They looked like regulars. Yeah, there okay. weren't any. I was definitely I stuck out like the sorest thought, sorest fucking thumb you've ever seen. Really, I totally was. The, they, they knew it. You were the immediately. They, they, there's a good. You know, I've never been to Philadelphia, but if I had, like, there's definitely kind of a rough and tumble Philly vibe okay. to Scranton. Yeah, it's interesting knowing like how the show kind of the show that we're watching and why I'm there in the first place. Kind well, of it's a it's a blue collar town. Yeah, it's a blue collar town, and so just just working men and women just right. trying to raise a raise a family in right. humble times. Yeah, hum- and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's honestly it's um it's smaller than Tulsa. Really? So yeah, I mean, sure. and I mean Dunmore is like down the road. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's like five ten minutes away. I mean, I I, I drove right past it. You know, I didn't get really? to see. I I had to see obviously. Poor Richards, I mentioned. I went to the. I went to the. I did the. I I drove where John Krasinski drove. We saw uh, in, on, in on your page. Steps. I could see you, you yes. took the shot of the, the the. What is it? A church or a clock it's tower or whatever? Pen pen uh, paper uh, tower. Pen paper tower. Okay. So it's the um yeah. And uh, thankfully that was there. It looked at just as how I thought, and the traffic wasn't crazy. So yeah, I was. I think I was totally the only tourist who was there. Yeah. So it's not like you see. <laughs> I couldn't see anybody else who was just out and out like taking pictures of things and well and, and, you know and here's it's the, been years and years and years so of course not yeah the show is not the heyday it even no. was just a couple short years I mean, ago it's still popular it's, it's very popular it's very popular but like maybe not to the degree where you're gonna have you know that many people going to see it like it's a now you, you know. have a small but dedicated fan base who are these binge watchers yeah maybe 10 years ago it might have been more like that i don't know well and, and here's the deal too you know if you go to los angeles to chicago to philadelphia even these are rich, vibrant cities with hundreds of years of history, or more or less, sure. and and have yeah. so much to do. Walk of Scranton fame. is popular yeah. because of its association with this TV show, mm-hmm. but what it the places you visited a pizza place, a bar, right. you drove past a particular pointy building. These are not tourist attractions in the no. right, and they're not. So and it's, it's not really a tourist town. No, it's not, and they're not, and they didn't film in Scranton. So exactly. it doesn't like Poor Richards doesn't look how it did on the show. Yeah, um, you you're know, not going to drive past Dunder Mifflin right. because it's really what is it, Sadakoy right. Studios or whatever it's actually called. Exactly. Uh, in yeah, Los in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, we never saw the inside of Pizza Alf- by Alfredo. So yeah. Pizza Alfredo, uh, yeah, Alfredo's Pizza Cafe, I should say. Yes, exactly. But so we don't know. But you know, it's just all in the fun and the geekiness and the nerddom. And even which, this trip for you was really on your way to go see some live music. It was. It was actually an afterthought. Yeah. I had a whole other part of this trip uh, set up, which was wonderful as well. By the way, I I highly recommend everyone go to the Bethel uh, area of New York where we had Woodstock. Um, you saw two uh, concerts. Up there. I saw two concerts uh, presented by El Grupo de Fish. Was that the only shows you saw on this trip? I did. Okay. So Actually, you... technically, no, because they have in this beautiful arena, they have a mini uh, amphitheater off to the side. And it was like one of those mini, mini uh, things you might have seen at, say, a Lollapalooza side stage, perhaps. Yeah. And they had another band playing beforehand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which sounded fun and all, but I walked right by it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was wild. No, beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, they, had a, they had an area off to the side. You could just go relax. And there were people just on this hill, just looking off into this beautiful 
countryside scape. It was just, I don't know. It was very cleansing, very, very beautiful. Sounds like an area that really is designed to take advantage of the natural beauty of that area. Exactly. They, they, they nailed that out of the park. That Saw the museum where they, they had the museum right there on stage. Is the, that a Woodstock museum? It's a Woodstock museum. Very specially, cool. yeah, specially made. Um, big, they have specialty um, uh, features that go on different times. And, you know, I, I, I made out like a bandit with t-shirts on this because yeah. I got Woodstock and Dunder Mifflin. I'm sporting Dunder Mifflin today. You are rocking the D. I am. This DM is the today. first time I've watched it. Well, I've, I've worn it, so uh, I'm christening this the correct way. So now back to Scranton. What would you tell listeners? Uh, should they visit? They should. They now, should. And not just it. I would say make sure you have more than one day to go. And don't just and you know make there's plenty of more things to do there than just seeing office sites. Yeah. So take advantage of it more so than I did because that's what I would like. I would actually like to go back and visit sometime again. It it seemed really nice. And and why not too spend even more money in that local economy, mm-hmm. the city that has kind of gained worldwide renown through the fictional antics of these characters. Yep. Why not at least say, "Hey, right. let's throw a little bit of our Tulsa money your way." Right. You know? and, and and I think the I think the actors, I think the creators really like the fact that how how the positive spin it's put or the the positive all the positive things it's brought to the the community yeah. and, and the city. And um, who would who, you know? It's amazing from a show that barely made it to all that. Well, now here's a funny question. It's for amazing. You. Isn't uh, isn't the president? Doesn't he have a connection to Scranton? Oh, he does. Wasn't he born in Scranton? Or I something? believe yes, he was. And you know what I did? Was there any? I drove on Joe Biden Highway. There's a Joe Biden Highway. There's a President Joe Biden Highway. Now, while you were in Scranton, to was, get into Scranton, did you see any Biden memorabilia or or no? I didn't see any Biden memorabilia. So let, let me just let, like here's my theory. My theory was now that I, as I made this connection, was that you probably saw more office references than you did Biden references. I did in Scranton. Now there was more. Yes, there was. You're right. And there was one street that was named after Biden, which I was right next. My hotel okay. was right next to. So he had he had the two. Okay. But definitely losing on the board. Still lost. Yeah. Still okay. lost. You know. I mean. Man, sorry, Joe. But I, I know. I, that's uh, hey. You know, public servant's job isn't easy. You know. That's true. So, that's true. All right. You know, we all can't. Uh, he's not as endearing as say you know one steve carell yeah that's true can't all be steve carell joe <laughs> he's a nice guy you know I, I i don't i don't hate the man but yeah. I, I hate other people yeah anyway moving I, on i don't love the man though <laughs> no I'm no not, no i'm not gonna say that that is a shit job right now yeah. and to to be to try to coordinate all this shit man i don't know it's 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 it seems impossible to me but what do i know oh yeah but uh, meanwhile, back to our favorite fictional city. Oh, uh, are we talking city. about something else? Fictional show in our favorite real city. I thought we'd just talk about Scranton, the whole thing. <laughs> Michael uh, made some tough choices this decision, or this you episode. Know, some tough decisions this he episode. Did. He did. Um, yeah. And I got to tell you, this episode, going back to it, today we watched Prince Family Paper. Prince Family Paper. And this is... Written uh, by one BJ Novak. A lot of interesting things about this one. Uh, mm. One is that... I've always kind of been a little bit uncomfortable with the way they approach Hillary Swank in this sure. episode. Sure. Uh, Hillary Swank, uh, talented, Oscar-winning actress. Right. Um, uh, beautiful woman. Of course. Not. Let's not even get yeah. mired Very in the pretty. muck of that silly argument. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's eye of the beholder. Well, this whole thing is pointless. Well, and that's it, the way I look at it. Well, and start and, off. And what it is is when Hillary Swank came to popularity, mm-hmm. she had a bit of a unconventional beauty for what was seen in Hollywood at the time. Sure. And and and, and I'm not going to speak to that anyway because if anyone's seen me, I have an unconventional beauty compared to the rest of humanity. <laughs> so it is a wide tapestry of this human <laughs> right? human race. So so 
the writers kind of seized on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, what was it? Created a debate over her quote unquote hotness. Hotness. Yeah. Um, and, and I've never loved that, but now even going back and rewatching it, I want to address this quick so that we can get into the meat of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Is not only did they continue to pick on this is she hot or not thing, like we've seen, mm-hmm. but they also, I realized there was even a level of kind of a, a transphobic attitude to it. There was an element there. Kevin talks about the scene in, mm-hmm. uh, what's the movie? Um, it's Bo- uh, Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry, mm-hmm. where she uh, is revealed as having a prosthetic uh, mm-hmm. penis in, in the movie. And he talks about that they're, they're, she's going to see that they're going to see a real penis. Mm-hmm. And this idea of obsessing over a woman or man's genitalia and what it implies for the nature of their gender is at its core transphobic. This is true. You know, it's it, it's the the I I, I whether believe Kevin, whether or not Kevin realizes it or not. And as cisgendered people, obviously, we're speaking in a place of of not necessarily fully grasping these concepts. But to the best sure. of my understanding, sure. uh, the correct choice in this situation would be to maybe just ignore all that shit entirely. Eh, maybe. Don't don't fucking Perhaps. worry about what's in his or her pants. <laughs> eh, you, know? you know. But obviously, we see how. The obsession with sex and sexuality in mm-hmm. culture, in pop culture, in Hollywood culture, mm-hmm. creates these kind of discussions. Oh, for sure. And that's really what I think BJ is going for in this. He's not trying to be transphobic. He's not trying to mock Hillary Swank. No, 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 no. I know? mean, I mean, and and right after he says the line about Kevin mentions the line about him thinking about the twist that he'd actually be a male that's in real life. More, yeah. I mean, they immediately cut to Pam, who is like not just shocked, like kind of like Offended. disgusted. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and. And they, and they really kinda, try, they they do try call- to make that little, you know, eh, Well, right and then there. you asked an interesting question. You posited a oh, theory right. Thank you. about how this scene may tie into the evolution of Kevin's character mm. either during this time or definitely later. Most definitely later. On. You asked me whether or not I think the writers made him stupider because of stuff like this. Yes. The idea being that they can kind of sugarcoat the possible offensiveness of right, this by really right. painting him to be a fool it's kind of like michael in reverse yeah he kind of goes he he, de- he devolves yeah and on and maybe that was by design i've never thought about that but it makes sense i yeah. mean as they would delve into other topics that might and as the culture moves forward and that stuff isn't quite as you know it's it, 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 there's definitely more ears up about it and there they could there could be a lot more blowback you know, as opposed from 2004 to later on in the episode. So maybe, maybe that is something that they considered. I don't know. Yeah. I need to go. I, I mean, as these, we're getting to the episodes that I don't watch a lot anymore. And I don't know. I don't know if we kind of, if, if they run into other issues like this, that Kevin or say any other Packer, you know, any other, uh, you know, non, any other, you know, what am I trying to say? Uh, not, not, uh, not. Uh, I don't want to say non PC, but just dickhead in yeah, the show. Yeah, because the other there, might there's, do. There's a few characters that are their go tos for their mm-hmm. most fringe ideas, right? Um, you know, Michael, obviously. Yeah. When you're dealing yeah. with racism, sexism, uh-huh. even ageism, uh-huh. it's very easy to go to him because he has been portrayed as someone who can be still endearing and loved mm-hmm. while still embracing these unfortunate characteristics. <laughs> he doesn't quite learn as much as he should every time. Yeah. And uh, it's just because he's that's his character. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain amount of status quo you want at the end of an episode of a sitcom. That's right. how you set up the right. next episode. Right. And I say, like, I will say, I, I'm not going to defend Kevin, like, those words. The way, th- like, to him, it's a gut instinct kind of thing. I yeah. get that. 
Well, I under as far as just like saying somebody look, well, you know, and saying someone looks like you know hot or not. The beauty of an ensemble cast like this, which they're yeah. really playing on on an episode like and this, and that's where I think this really they get to have every kind of I, opinion. Yeah, I think this is like I think they use this as a way to get everybody involved. After such, after such, and if you think about what the previous episode was, yeah, they kind of needed a, a a come down, a kind of let down after all the. The, the craziness. This is the cafe disco that follows Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah. This is the reset there you button. Go. There this you is go. The, yeah. Well, and there's no mention between, there, there seems to be like kind of no animosity between like Andy and Angela and Dwight's off with Michael. So you don't really have to, they don't really have any continuity there. Not that I can remember. And they do a really neat job. Andy is deeply involved in the Hillary Swank debate. He's Angela, like the moderator. Angela removes herself from the debate entirely. Dwight for is out of the office completely. Exactly. Uh, for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a neat way for the writers to kind of make sure that they keep those characters apart. Because mm-hmm. uh, I also noticed that this is the second episode in a row where Michael is away from the office for the bulk of the episode. Oh, that's right. Because during the duel, he's having the discussion oh. with Wallace. <laughs> yeah, he just takes off. <laughs> it's also an episode which um, relies a lot on the David and Michael interaction. It does. It sets things up and, and puts the bow on it in this episode, you, much as it was the core of the uh, previous episode. That's right. You kind of forget how, how much they do bring back David Wallace around this time. Yeah. Establishing him more in uh, w- with Michael. Well, without Jan, they need a that's boss true. for him to bounce off of. They do need the uh, the the yeah the figurehead, the bo- the boss, and we'll be we'll be making a change there eventually. Yeah, coming and, up. But great for Andy Buckley; he's fantastic. He is fantastic, and, and he's great in this season. And and we're really going to see him shine in the next few episodes uh, <laughs> as we get. Or I don't know if it's the next few, but as we get into the Charles Minor storyline. Old tech uh, capture about him uh, to asking uh, for a fax. That was a great bit. <laughs> that was a great bit that showed Michael's intelligence, his core intelligence. I know. Because he, he makes his joke. David pushes back and tries to admonish him. And Michael just kind of very clearly says, well, dumbass, why don't you just do this? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> how, 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 God, what a, what a, it must just burn a little bit extra when it's coming from Michael. I bet, and I, I, you know, David Wallace just doesn't know how he has to. He has to go along with this guy because he's his top seller. Yeah, as as was clearly established on his last show. But well, and yeah, and that's the thing is as, on the last episode is he's he's now asking him for where his what what works for him. He's asking for advice essentially. Now he's tasking him with um, director, <laughs> regional director responsibilities. Call him a titan of industry at the end. Slightly destroying another. Paper company. Which, uh, did you watch the deleted scenes? I did not. There's a great deleted scene. I, I read about them. I read the one with Craig Robinson. That's a, that's a good Those one. Ones, I, I've yeah. seen that one before. That's a, that's a really yeah. good one. The, yeah. the, the I read about reference. it. Nice, yeah. nice casual racism uh, reference there. Right? Yeah, it, it kind of got even more. It sounded like it got even a little bit more. Um, yeah. That was a contentious, but And I then don't know. there's a great Topical. scene towards the end of the deleted scenes where Michael steps out of his office and asks the, the, the staff what... He's worried about destroying Prince Family Paper. Oh. And um, two people tell him it's just business. Phyllis just gives him the it's just business. Uh, Bob put people out of company. That's how he became successful. And even Oscar says people have been trying to do that to us for years. So Oscar does a great little comparison. You know, we're not the only ones that do that. Which he echoed off of Dwight, which was one of his best points when he was actually, he was like, if we don't do it, someone's going to do it to us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So which is probably another reason why they cut it. But it really went to show how even the office understood that that's just the responsibilities to be in an industry. Well, and and, and Michael 
God bless him. He just had that backwards idea of the food chain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just sharks all the way down, is what I realized. <laughs> Amoeba shark? Yeah, the <laughs> one-cell shark. The one-cell yeah. shark. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And 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 that's all you need to know about business. Is, <laughs> or maybe sharks. This is Shark Week Perhaps. on The Office. I, like, I wish they would have kept that in, uh, that deleted scene where they're explaining yeah. it to him. Because he really is destroyed, like, in a way. like. Well, and then he expresses his heartbreak. Uh, and Jim tells him, well, you know you're going to hurt people. You know you're going to hurt a lot of people. And and, and Jim doesn't judge him for it. He just it's just very all matter of fact. We this covered is business, <laughs> and it does hurt. It's five seasons later, and he still just can't give the hard news yeah. to anybody or anything. Oh no, he doesn't even have to tell him. Except, but it's going to bite him in the ass here coming up in a couple when he actually has to call when he actually calls them later on. Well, think about all of his ideas that we hear whenever he talks about business and the sharks. That's some nonsense he heard on TV. Oh, yeah, or reiterated he thinks he's in Wall Street butchered. or something, yeah. or, or some high-powered, like... But this is all an opinion that he has without corporate. actually doing it. Yeah, And then he interacts with them, he meets them, he experiences them, and then he leaves the play network, he leaves the, the, the office, and now he knows what it feels like. So we see the two sides of Michael. The Michael that gets all of his ideas from TV or whatever, and, and, and remembers them wrong and reinterprets them incorrectly. <laughs> Thank God. And then when he experiences them, his heart, his compassion wins out. It does. Well, really, it's because they helped him in the end. Because he was feeling iffy about it, I could tell, before his car got fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But that, their, their selflessness towards him, I think, is what really sealed the deal for him. That's a good point. You know, like, because at first, it was like, they're walking out of there looking like, yeah, we got it. We got it made. Like, Wallace is going to freak out. And as soon as that happens, and God. it's really the no, you don't have to help me fix it. I, I can get a tow truck. The oh, you made coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. and and Dwight really goes the uh, the exact opposite way, you know, complaining about the coffee, saying how you know, complaining mocking about how you mocking you, you them. You don't know what you've done. You don't know, you don't know how much you've helped know. it. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, just completely. I mean, just a bastard through and through. But hey, that's hey, that's that's business, baby. Dwight's ruthless. Yeah, I mean, he really lives up to that, and. Yeah, I mean, we it's a they they do kind of play back and forth with all these sort of they're trying to get inside Michael's soul or trying to have him maybe somewhat develop even in what feels like a filler episode through and through. Yeah. To me, um and I think they do a good enough job. And any time that you can get Michael and Dwight together off on old it kind of feels like old times. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. This is such a great episode because of getting to see the two of them interact with each other. Like, and you get to see Dwight actually rag on Michael right in front of his face because he's supposed to, he can't uh-huh. do anything about it. And that line, he's like, "This man, he's so cruel." Like, he, that was yeah, he has no. Um, and then that's yeah. a great scene because Michael at that point is just hanging out at Prince Family Paper, <laughs> yeah, like just killing time because he 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 goes, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. H- how's the interview going?" <laughs> They're not interviewing, and uh, oh gosh, they but the, the little quip about uh, Vietnam and oh, oh I hear it's lovely. I hear there. it's lovely, <laughs> and, and, and the the fact that the the dad, the prince, Mister Prince or whomever, That's... he uh, he kind of he kind of just, just looks surprised, and then he just kind of nods, like yeah. like <laughs> I'm not going to argue with him, you know. He's like, eh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. And I noticed, uh, thank you, Dunderpedia, that 
Each one of the prince uh, men had a, a coffee uh, cup on their desk that looked very much like the one Michael has. And one was like best da- best dad ever. And the other one was like best son ever. Really? <laughs> yes. I had to watch it on the second time through. I was like, I looked for it because I'd read about it. And I was like, yep, they do. Those sick bastards. That's great. <laughs> And they're t- they're completely nice people, and I and Michael with the bad math, uh, trying to do math tutoring. Yeah, like the last person on earth who should be tutoring anybody. I anything. love that the little when the grandma runs back over after he walks away, she goes, "Don't put that." <laughs> no, oh no, dude. Yeah, don't that put line that. is great. Don't put that. It's such a good line. Such a good line. <laughs> they, uh, but yeah. Uh, great. Uh, oh opening. wait, I'll be your son. I'm your son now. I'm your son now. <laughs> Such a good pair. And he actually gets to say that Dunder Dunder Mifflin is a second tier paper company. And you wonder, like, okay, how much is he trying to play act, and how much is he really injecting he's his just, true feelings into all this? It just it just looks like he's just telling them how it really is. Yeah, you know, like he's finally getting to say all this stuff on his ch- off his chest. Yeah, yeah, finally. Yeah, it's just from the way that. But I mean, Dwight is. We're in like season five and six now. Like, I don't know how far away we are from them fighting in the dumpster, but I, I have a feeling it's really not that far. Yeah, salesman. It's after. Yeah, that's. It's after. Uh, it's when um, Sabre, Saber, Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. Oh yeah, they give the so that's um, season six. I think it is six. Okay, six, so yeah. down the ways. Yeah, so we're kind of moving in that direction where he's sort of openly just giving them the fuck you. Yeah, and doesn't really care about it. But he's right. I mean, Dwight really is the manager that they need right now. It's, it's like just for the bottom line, better business. It's exactly what they, he, he knows exactly what they need to do. Yeah. And by the way, I've never seen Stanley Hudson give such an impassioned oh. speech in my whole life. I love it because <laughs> it's like it's, a Shakespeare moment. It's an impassioned speech. It acknowledges things that we've kind of a running theme with Stanley where he's dealing with his health. He's talking about diabetes, but not. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> um, talking about aging. Yeah, he's like, and from what my doctors say, like less or right? <laughs> not as much, not as long. And, and obviously, <laughs> you know, not to foreshadow, but looking at what our next episode is. Oh, that's going to be brought to the you know, forefront of all our conversations. He was really trying. Yeah, he, he knew. He knew. He knew. He'd been warned. Yeah, and it wasn't and even. It, didn't, it wasn't even his fault. Though. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> totally Dwight's fault. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Uh, yeah, Michael didn't help too much on that one either. No. Um, I wanted to point out um, the one because. It's a, it's it's a fun like hey we're just having banter and talking shit and having a good time. It's you can look at it from like a completely innocent level like that, you know, yeah. debating a hotness I guess, but it it just feels so low stakes to what we've had before. It just kind of like, well, they just kind of threw that in there and just like, let's throw it in and see how it goes. That's I haven't I haven't really heard much backstory on the whole on why this on was their why, plot. On why the plot was the way it yeah, was. Yeah, this has never been... I, I. It's honestly one of my least favorite plots on mm, the show. Right, um, right. Probably one of my easily bottom ten. Maybe bottom five. Like yeah. I, and I don't particularly have any irons in the fire about Hillary Swank. She's right. perfectly fine. I've seen a couple of her movies. I like her just fine. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. she's she's my favorite Karate Kid. So fuck them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I, I, I dug that movie when I was younger. You know, I never did see it. 
I, 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 I was kind of over it by that point. When I, I was know. growing up, the only Karate Kid movies I ever saw, uh, I didn't like the first one. I got bored. Right. It came out when I was a little too young. And uh-huh. I just wasn't into action movies. So you did appreciate it later on. I like it I, now. It's I feel fine. like I did too. It's fine. I feel like know? I appreciate but it later on. I kind of digged. I, I like number two. Yeah, I like yeah. number two. I like when they go to it's Japan. Fun. I always, yeah. I've always it's appreciated Japanese culture growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the little drum scene at the end, the way it's they cool. kind of yeah. did that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I liked the idea of the next Karate Kid. Mm. Growing up, I always thought that reboots and remakes were a neat idea to see what writers came up with. Mm. And having Pat Morita stay on mm. as uh, Miyagi yeah. and train a new student, there was just a lot of things that I thought was interesting about that. And then right. they played the shit out of it on basic cable right. when I was at just the certain age of my life where I was watching a lot of that. Yeah. So I just kind of like that movie. You know, yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. I know it's not great. <laughs> But I mean, I like Jurassic Park 3, for fuck's sake. So I, <laughs> I fully admit it that sometimes I just enjoy entertainment. You know what? It happens to all of us. Right? Everybody has the movies they like, no matter how good or bad they might be, you know, quote unquote. But, you know, besides random stuff like that, I don't have any uh, particular interest in Hillary Swank. She's no. not an actress I've ever particularly followed. I, I'm not, I've never loved this whole hot or not nonsense, because like you say, it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Obviously, like Jim says, she's a beautiful movie star. <laughs> she's, of course, hot, and I'm sure many, many people think so. I would be attracted if she came in the room she's right now. She's a beautiful woman. Of course. Fuck yeah, she's of course. hot. Yes, of course. yes, hot. And, 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 and I'm using beautiful and hot very interchangeably. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, that's we're not thing. talking right. about art, Kevin. We're talking about a person. <laughs> Beautiful, hot, and would I do her are very much interconnected. I do like though that he doesn't know that he has he doesn't have full access to the internet, (laughs) (laughs) and that's how he finds out. Yeah, (laughs) because he has had issues in the past, as we've seen. But that also makes me wonder, like, what does he thought when he went to try to go to sites that he can't go to? Because you know, it's just down. Must just be down. It's just down. And then he's like, cookies, (laughs) (laughs) cookies. My favorite day. <laughs> that's uh, coming up soon, isn't it? Uh, I love that scene. I don't know. Uh, that's a couple seasons. That's like season seven. That's like right? season. Yeah, I, it's it's on its way. But it's um, good. they they. I, but yeah, yeah but, so, but, so, I, so this I, plot I've never loved. Well, and, and like Oscar's like presentation that he actually puts up, and it's like With a the symmetry. Yeah, and, uh, I can't. What's the damn word he uses? Uh, philophilia or some shit. Something, I don't know. Like you're close. You're in yeah. the ballpark. <laughs> that definitely uses syllables. It's so, but they kind of even. I think it's either Jim or Pam. They show just just sitting there, just like. Like, their mouths have dropped. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, like, and then his whole thing about symmetry, and then he says that she's not hot. And I'm like, I thought the whole thing was that that means that she is. I don't know. I'm not Everybody hot. has their own way to explain and justify things. Maybe that's what they were going that's for. That's why I'm not and a that's... face scientist, really. No. <laughs> I'm not into the face scientist. Is, like, is this like the next-door neighbor of phrenology or some shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I really Join want... us for our spinoff podcast, uh, Men at Work. <laughs> yes, yes, thank God. <laughs> Where we discuss phrenology. <laughs> yeah, the size of Walt's asshole. <laughs> and the size of Walt's <laughs> asshole. Uh, that's a good movie. Uh, it's oh, a wonderful movie. That's one of my Hall of Fame movies. Keith that, David, that's, Emilio Estevez, yeah. oh Charlie my God. Sheen, yeah. he wasn't crazy. Oh, that's a good one. I know. I know. It's a good reminder he wasn't crazy. Yeah. And at least his brother sort of never went crazy. That was good. Emilio? What's Emilio up to? He's just doing his thing. I think he's a right winger. Isn't he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I, I would hope not. No I lack of love if any of our fans are. Yeah. We love you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not getting, we're not getting political. This is in LA. 
We do have a we do have an I, this is probably not the best time to mention that we do have an email address now, apparently. We do send us a complaint. <laughs> People person's paper podcast at gmail.com. P4 podcast is not available. Uh, we're, Sorry you know, about we're that. Uh, a couple We've of, been lying to you for years. Well, we'll, we'll but we'll, not really. We'll jump away from the topic real quick and talk about we do have the email address now. People yeah. person's paper podcast at yeah. gmail.com. Feel free to send us an email. Yeah. Uh stop by the Facebook page. We don't update it as much lately, but we are there and you'll see I, yeah, I need to share some more photos from my trip, so I will be doing that soon. Great, great. Because I couldn't figure out it was a my 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 tech ability was lacking during my vacation. I wasn't able to do it. So it happens. You had to focus does. on driving. I appreciate and, you sharing that first one that I posted. Yeah, so. sure, sure. Yeah, I had I was driving. I, there were hippies to go see. There was fish to see. So I mean, and there was uh, one other thing you'll see on the Facebook page is we are now on Spotify. Yeah. So you can catch all of uh, the at least the last thirty or so episodes or a dozen or so episodes, however much before we made the the Whatever. site switch. Right. Uh, on tell, Spotify. Tell all your primary Spotify user friends we are on there. Yeah. Please. Search people person's paper podcast and you will find us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we'd love to hear from you. Back to the episode. What a great Back. cold open. Oh my no! And yeah, speaking of like, kind of feel like classic opens or not classic, not classic like the greatest, but like a good old Jim and Dwight mm-hmm. pranking. Yeah, you know, and and he's overly curious. I feel, but it's still great. Well, and what's great about it is it's the perfect prank in that it really. Jim did a thing, and he did a pretty complicated thing to hide all that did. wire, to tape it down, to climb that pole, to, that to was... attach it to the screen, all this stuff. But that whole prank really relies on Dwight's mind telling him the prank. Gotcha. Yes. Jim set up the parameters. Oh, oh he does. Dwight's mind did the work. He does. And and Jim can't be bothered. And yeah. he's a great sociopath like that. He can just reel him in just by going by by kind of just saying, I don't have time for this. I know what you're talking about. Do your thing. And now Go. And, and obviously the scene is written and shot in a way to tell the story effectively. But I like it the is. idea that it Jim is. sets this all up. <laughs> Dwight starts following the wire. And then the minute Dwight leaves the office, Jim tells the camera crew, Oh, I'll do a talking head yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that he can be in position <laughs> so that you can see Dwight climbing the pole. He like directed that basically. Like he's gonna be coming over there. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be ready. Come with me. And I, I like the fact that Jim decided to put the wire to to go right under Phyllis's feet, <laughs> just so Dwight could just bulldoze right over, like he knew he would, and then, and it, then take out Andy's chair. Yep. Uh, imagine <laughs> if Andy had been sitting there. It's kind of it almost feels symbolic if you kind of remember what happened in the last se- uh, last episode. Oh right, he's not yeah. there, and it falls. I don't know. Oh, like, that's a really good point. You know, that's some deft writing. Because we just talked about that with the Hillary yeah. Swank fight. And yeah. That Dwight is out of the office. anywhere. is largely removed from the debate. Andy isn't <laughs> even at his desk when Dwight goes. They did such a good job keeping them apart this episode. Oh, my God. That's right. Exactly. God, I hadn't really even put like two and two together on that fully. Oh, they, my goodness me. Because if they job. did, who knows? what could They could have come to blows. They would have had to write what happened. Oh, and they avoided yes. that entirely by doing this. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I like that a Good lot. Job, Good BJ. job, BJ. Good job, BJ. Really great you, job. I give you kudos. Oh, by the way, I um, I need to forward you an article. Um, BJ Novak has a movie. New, yep, new movie coming out. Have you heard I, about You read about this? I've heard some good things. I can't recall what You heard about this? The movie itself hasn't looked that interesting to me, but I'm hearing mm. good things about him. Him and his involvement, vengeance is what yes. It's called. I it, it's it it has a lot of interesting takes on like current society and like okay um just I can't really remember and go I, I can't give you a good synopsis of what what but my dad forwarded me an article and I will forward to you and he actually he does there's some good mentions in the article about the office and how he grew 
by using and by the different um just the different things they did on the show and writing and uh i'm excited like he's such a he's a talented guy so i hope that it's uh and it's got a great cast i think very weird right. story the plot he's a millennial uh yeah. kind of self-absorbed who yeah he uh, uh sleeps with a woman uh and then is invited to her funeral randomly travels right. to texas and he's going to use the story of this weird uh experience for his podcast yeah and self-absorbed he, and then he uh and then but then and then more happens and maybe he finds out a little bit more about himself and other people weird i don't know it sounded interesting um Good cast from what I've seen. Okay. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, I believe, is in Yeah, it? I see that. Um, and several others. Who uh, He's in it. He's like the main character. Doug so. Cameron, Boyd Holbrook, Ashton Kutcher, John right. Mayer's in it. Weird. Yeah, John Mayer's one of his friends. Oh, Issa Rae's in it? Oh, cool. I dig her a lot. Nice. She's in, um, oh, what's it called? Insecure on HBO, and that's so funny. And I'm assuming that Holbrook is probably related to Hal. Holbrook, okay, yeah, who just I passed, I believe, not too long ago. Who is he, Hal Holbrook? He's he he was in a bunch of movies. Um, did you ever see Evening Shade? I don't think I did. Uh, with Burt Reynolds, no. Okay, he was in a but he was. Did you ever see Wall? Oh, he's Wall in that Street. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in a shitload of stuff. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, like Evening um, Shade would have been way down on the list. Honestly, I kind of feel bad saying that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I like the show. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up his um, discography. He was he he was in All the President's Men. He was in many 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 shows. He uh yeah he was like uh going back to Charlie Sheen. He was Charlie Sheen's boss in Wall Street. Yep yep. Um, All the President's Men, The Fog Creep Show, Wall Street, The Firm. Yep, The Firm. He was the head of the firm. He's in Hercules, in Men of Honor, Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Yeah, he was. Yeah, man, I loved his character in that. No, I never saw that. That's the one with the soundtrack by Eddie Vedder, yeah. right? I oh, dude, that. you got to watch that. It's got, is that Eddie Furlong in that? No, it's um. Oh my God. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, who did Speed Race? Who was the Speed Racer guy? Emil Hirsch. Yes, Emil Hirsch. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, he, he's great. And he's... it's, I mean, I recommend reading that book. Honestly, I think that's a, that's a good. Um, John Krakauer wrote Into the Thin Air. Into the Thin Air. He he's a great writer. Yeah. So um, I definitely the book is, once again, better. I think. But um, yeah, Sean Penn directed that. Okay. Um, it's funny you mentioned Speed Racer. I actually hear that's a lot better than people thought at first too. I was wanting to see it. Because it kind of came around a, a time after uh, Into the Wild, and I just never yeah. did. Um, I'd rather see uh, Baby Driver, actually. I hear that's really fun. You ever seen that one? I saw part of that. Okay. I liked what I was seeing. I watched maybe the first 20 minutes. It definitely had a great style, and I was interested. Right. Good uh, but soundtrack, I, did... I guess, was good, too. Yeah, very much so. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't stick with it for whatever reason. I don't remember what the circumstances were. We're a distracted country. Yeah. <laughs> and then, honestly, I haven't gone back to it, mainly just because of Kevin Spacey. Oh, like, I, I just, forgot he was in that. Yeah, oh man. Like, eh. Yeah. And, and and I don't I don't fault people for still either a supporting I'm projects that happen yeah. to have I'm still a problematic mad. person in them and even supporting problematic art. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will fully admit sure, sure, I listened sure. to probably more Michael Jackson than I did when I was younger. So, sorry kids, you know, but I um it, I get it. As is your right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you either choose to separate the art from the artist or you don't, and yeah. that's fine. And it's there's, really up to you. There's certain artists that I don't listen to anymore because of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's certain artists that I do. Right. And, and, and right. I just, you, the, my thing is, you I, just try not to judge people for it's, that. It's a damn shame that American Beauty doesn't mean as much as, to me as it used to. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and that's but, just, I, I'm not, I'm not. 
like projecting. One, I'm not making it into something. It's just the way I feel. Like I, I gave up uh, Mel Gibson, you know, and and I've never looked back because there's nothing he did that I cared about that right. much, you know. Okay, I don't care. Okay, you know, Lethal Weapon, Braveheart. Whatever. Yeah, see, I was a bit, I was a big fan. Give me back so my I son. Am, no, I, I am still a big fan of those movies. Yeah, so, I mean that's exactly. just me. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, I mean, I haven't. Apparently, he makes a shitload of. I, 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 he has a whatever happened to video. Like, have you seen those where they? No. It's always a what, to, a what a WTF happened, and then it's, yeah. it's a profile basically. His was like an hour long, but it was kind of fascinating. Yeah. And um, they do it with all sorts of actors and movies themselves. And I kind of was like, wow, what, what, what has he been doing? And it's just like a shitload of movies. It's amazing. Yeah, he's been. Busy. But it's just like nobody knows about. A lot of it's flown under the radar. Exactly. Like the- so he's. He's still working. He's coming back a little bit more in recent years. Like he right. did that uh, the sequel to that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg and um, oh oh uh, Daddy's Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that was that Will Ferrell? It was yeah, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I want to say yeah, and yeah. then um, yeah, and then Lithgow and and Gibson were. That's in the right. Yeah, he was. A, the yeah, dads. they were the dads. Right. Yeah. That was the most. That was the most one of the highest profile. One of the things I recognized that yeah. he'd done, yeah. And of course, he did like Apocalyptica and stuff, and yeah. that, that was all after we, we found out he was an anti-Semite. So, <sighs> oh, do you have the other? You got the other coaster over there? Give me, oh, I do. Give me that I know. Poster. Here, give me one of those. Keeping my do it. I know. I, I didn't know why I had two. My cup ran a. Uh, your, your, uh, your, your your coaster ran over. I did. Thank you. <laughs> Back to the episode. Back to the episode. Uh, there At was, hand, perfection there was, is perfection. Uh, I wanted to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to say that. I um, since I religiously watch Better Call Saul right now, I just want to get on the record that there's a great, there's a little um, insight uh, phrase that they talk about. They call where they talk about wolves and sheep, and oh, the concept yeah. of wolves and sheep in this society and all societies, honestly. And this is a classic wolves and sheep story. And Michael being caught in between. Yeah. He's not a shark. I mean, they call it shark. Same thing. Um, well, Michael's skills in business have never been about the the dominance of business, the takeover right, of business. Right. They have always been about the building of relationships. Yeah, it's not taking advantage usually his, or criminally. His or, best moments are when he's charming the um yes. uh, the owner of Prince Philip with the yeah. is this the cup you mm-hmm. know is this what I drink out of and he's making him laugh mm-hmm. and you can see how warm and excited and that's the other part too is Michael is used to those interactions being beneficial for everyone involved mm-hmm. think back to Chili's mm. think back to the is it traveling salesman mm-hmm. where they te- split up into the teams mm-hmm. uh, and he's talking to the guy about his wife and the picture of him fishing on Lake Wanapawpack yep. or whatever? Yep, which I passed, by the way. Oh, nice. Mm. Well, from a far, far distance. But anyway, right, just, we digress. Just in the same way I you, saw, you, you drove past Nevada. I, I, north. <laughs> I saw a sign that had Lake Wanapawpack on it. That was, nice. enough. that was enough for me. You drove in the vicinity. <laughs> you also saw a sign that said New York City, 400 Woo! miles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kissed... I kiss I kiss goodbye to Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, and I can't remember. I kissed another one. I can't remember what that was for. But think about it. The yes. the, the Tim Meadows uh, chili conversation. <laughs> yes. They're laughing. They're Dunder Mifflin's getting business. The city of Scranton is getting affordable paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, traveling salesman, same deal. Business is getting paper. Michael and Andy are getting the sale. Yep. This situation, he's having that warm interaction with the, the father at Prince Family Paper. And one of them's going out of business. You know? It's not a good thing. And Michael is watching his powers used for evil. With a child present. With a child present. Who is already going to ruin this math career. <laughs> it's the worst thing to laugh about. But when he does call them several episodes later, and then they, she just exclamates. 
puts the exclamation bye on the end of that horrible, very sad, uh, we've gone out of business yeah. answering machine. Oh, this is they're setting it up so well. Well, that's the thing is, is they really just paint this family to be just kind, generous, uh, decent people. Mm. And they really show they, they created like the perfect company for Michael to not want to put out of business. You know, yeah, the per and 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 of course, it's the same company that just gives him the list of eight of the their 80 clients, 80 clients, yeah. Who and clearly they're doing well because Michael and Dwight are both shocked at how many clients they are they doing have. very well. Dwight expects half as many, <laughs> that's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. So, this is quite the score for one David Wallace, yeah, and Gromit. Well, which is you know, David is just showering him with praise, calls him a titan of industry you at the a, end. You are a titan of industry, and Oops. and and it's just. It's just one of the even when Michael gets a win, he still can't appreciate it. So so there's a couple of different disappointments and minor tragedies going on within his soul right now. Yeah. Because he's had a rough time of it. And this isn't helping. So um it's good for him to get out of town, which is which is coming up as well. Yeah. I I, I think um yeah, well, we got to think three, two episodes, and then we're yeah, there. We, we 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 need Stanley to we need Stanley's heart to stop working first. Yeah, or oh, I guess yeah, just one episode. Uh, it's a long one, but it is a long one. But uh, my, it's it's a uh, you know Michael is only so much satisfied, and he did what he had to do. And 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 that's why I love I I, I need to go watch that deleted scene with everyone talking to him. Um, I wish he could have. He should have gone the chair route and just talked to and and uh, said, "Hey, everybody, what do you think I should do?" Yeah. <laughs> or chair versus copier. Well, do a vote. What another thing about this Not episode Julie Swank. is we get uh, a great insight into how smart Dwight is in his analysis mm. when they're in the car watching the Prince Family Paper building and he's talking about the nature of the sign placement and what it could mean for the business expansion, whether they've taken up more or less space in the building. Mm -hmm. He's talking about them being on lunch hour and no new business coming in or out, no clients going out to lunch. Yeah, I wish I wasn't distracted by them eating. That's my thing. Because they're munching on they're peanuts munching on like or peanuts wasabi and totally, yeah, something. Kind of yeah. took me out. I mean, maybe that was just sort of a salesman sort of trying to make them look like well, and snacking on protein before we go make the sale. So Dwight's making those very, like... Analytical comments, and Michael tries to emulate that. Yeah, and he looks up at the sky and says, "Cloudy sky could rain." <laughs> to which Dwight once again proven that he's he's truly a learned man. He truly is. is. He says, "Well, maybe if they were what cumulus clouds, but they're stratus clouds." Which I, I think that's right, uh, and I think yes. that's because only one of Some, those somewhat. is the typical thunderhead that's known to produce rain. Exactly, uh, yeah. and that's you know this kind of stuff that we learn in like what ninth grade <laughs> science maybe, but I I don't really remember. No, and, I mean the only reason I even have any familiarity with it lately is because I I work with a meteorologist. Hey, you know? yeah, that's oh that's why so, you could remember so, that because I couldn't so remember. I can talk a little bit about clouds, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so so do I start getting it? And I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. Only certain clouds mean rain, you know. But he throws that extra smugness on it right there. Oh yeah, and thank goodness Michael can just say like, Psh, whatever, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then right after that is when they decide to go in the office. Uh, they're, yes, they're planning out the the signal where they're gonna like lick their lips and oh, which we don't need to see, no. but <laughs> nobody needs to see. Just classic them being gross. That's just a yes, and 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 being veil and uh, having a veil of. Uh, Homosexuality to probably <laughs> yeah. go on just so we can just little, so we can get to laugh at the homoeroticism, exactly. yeah, homoeroticism just to keep things fun uh, and and also I like think to about that I should have <laughs> huh. sorry guys you'll never look at the episode the same way again uh, I <laughs> I I like the fact that they and I watch this I don't know 
30 to 40 times in my lifetime and never realized that the reason they they were shooting it from outside is because they didn't want to blow their cover. Yeah. Because like, oh, well, who's this camera crew with you? Yep, duh. I mean, it's so obvious. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. At least yeah, still... nice little in-universe reason for why the cameras are outside. Because we're, fi- yeah. I mean, we're far enough in where you, they could, they could maybe let that go, and and we might not have a problem with we it. We might not notice. We might not notice. You know, it's, it's season five. We're almost more of a sitcom than yeah, a documentary, right? So, so I'm, I'm glad. I appreciate that they took the time to still yeah. take that into account. The wheels aren't off yet. No, they're getting, they're getting no, closer. It's getting loose. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> getting, loose. <laughs> getting loose, but they're falling off yet. She's a. <laughs> she, she's, she's a shaky a, ride, she, but <laughs> she's a good girl. But she's shaky. She's shaky. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a fun. It's a fun episode. Enough. Yeah. I think I. I like the throwaway at the end with Michael just saying, "Oh, she's hot." Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Just bringing it to an end, which is such a great and and, and I think it's that's Maybe almost it's kind throwaway. of a. I think it's perfect. I, yeah. I, it's it's uh, obviously it wins the way it should have. It wins. Yeah. Also, after we kind of drag the poor woman through the mud for thirty minutes, it's right. kind of nice to show a little love to Hillary. It, it really, it really is. It really Swank, is. We appreciate you, right? You know? And he kind of goes to show, like, oh yeah, yeah, she's she's you hot. Know, Don't yeah. fucking overthink it. It's, she's hot. <laughs> she's hot. She's a great actress. She's terrific. She's talented. She's hot. Back the fuck off. No one cares what her genitals are. You know, <laughs> it's not. Alone. It's really not worth this debate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. We've stretched this one. Yeah, which is another reason why I kind of don't like it as a storyline is because Michael in that one two second scene, I didn't need the rest of that. Right. There they almost a- like yeah, they almost discount themselves. Yeah. I mean, good. I mean, it's maybe that's the Although, point. There's that's a the few point. things. Angela saying she's hot. She's hot as heck <laughs> is yeah. a fun line. Yes, and that's great yeah, too. She she mentions my favorite. But tennis player of all time, yeah. Boris Becker. She's a female Boris Becker. <laughs> now, here's my question. I, I meant to look up Boris Becker. I want oh, to see how oh, hot Boris oh, Becker is. Oh, he's a feisty German. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and, the guy that I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite like say <laughs> he's not like the hottest man of all time. Like he's, but he's somebody that Angela, like he's ultra, he looks German as hell. Yeah. Like he looks like, you know, like I, he's somebody she would say that about. I do not find him attractive. Yeah. I get why Angela likes exactly. him. Exactly. Yep. And yeah. I got to say, I pr- speaking of Angela, He's I wanted to bring... female Boris Becker. <laughs> <laughs> I like that she gets so offended by Kevin's, you know, words that she's yeah. willing to jump in. She does do... She actually has a mini re- redemption episode, if you think about it, after what she's done in the last, last season with Dwight and Andy. So this does give her, uh, you know, maybe that was part of the the the, uh, the plan to give her some redemption after looking like such a maybe I don't know not not too nice person maybe because I mean it's only a few episodes ago oh, where we heard uh, you know uh, a, 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 a read a book and it flights out by eight thirty that's, that's how I sleep <laughs> exactly. at night exactly you know and she knows it's pointless too like she's like this is not worth getting into so they kind of like. They like to bring their characters around, give you some, give you some reasons to maybe not hate them so much. Yeah, and I got to say, I appreciate that about this episode. Yeah, um, even though it's not a stellar one, as we've been saying. Yeah, it's not. There's a lot of there's a lot of tough things to get through in this one. This is really one that has multiple levels of cringe. Right. Um, and it's one that doesn't get yeah. highlighted for its cringe enough. But I really think this is probably one of the top twenty yeah, cringiest episodes of the so. season of I the would, show. I mean, we get to see Kelly freak out because just the fact that people think Hillary Swank is hotter than her or isn't hot means that she's not hot. 
Well, and that's a very, that's a really insightful line into Katie's uh, Kelly's psyche. There, yes, is, is the idea yeah. that how much she compares herself to the stars of Hollywood. Exactly, like as Jim was saying, we look at we look at uh, these stars not really as people, as more you know, uh, characters. Super, yeah, characters. Yeah. And, and and we don't really take all that. And and that's and she's the obviously she should have been way more involved in this episode. I say because this is right up Kelly's alley. Really, like yeah. I mean, she could bring up different other stars, and like I think she could have had a few more lines. The only deleted scene I saw with her was really an expansion of that, where she's back in her cube crying. Toby and Jim try to console her, and mm. when they realize it's not going well, they just kind of wuss out. Yeah, it's like, what can you it's do? It's not good. It's, oh, it's not a great scene. Doesn't look good for know. anybody. I don't know. Like BJ could have given her more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're fighting then. Maybe so. Uh... Good stuff. Good uh, stuff. Michael's bittersweet the... chocolate uh, yeah, analogy at the end. I is, get it. Yeah. yeah I mean, like it's, who, it's, who's it's, this even for? <laughs> I, I do get the idea that Michael would not appreciate bittersweet chocolate. He's probably not a dark chocolate guy. No, you know? no, no, he's, no, no. He's he's meant he's meant chocolate chip all the way. Mint chocolate chip. Yeah. I mean, if he's going, to, if you're going to go slightly off skew of chocolate, he's going the minty way yeah. apparently. So, but I get it. Like I dark chocolate. I guess that's the same thing as sort of what he's talking. That's what I call it at least. It's bitter, bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. Like you kind of, but you kind of wonder like, what's the point? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Good. But it's yeah, it is good. But it's yeah. sort of like, why do they make IPAs? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so I, I kind of like both. Maybe yeah, this and this episode really is. It's a it's a bittersweet episode. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of puckering, and there's a lot of like, okay, that part's cool. That yeah. Part's okay. Well, I mean, like, you know, as funny as the chase scene is, kind of yeah. buffoonery, it does it does kind of feel like okay, like I got. I, I guess one thing I did realize is like he forgot his keys. Like yeah. that was supposed to sort of be the gag. That was funny that he runs all the way back in, grabs his keys, <laughs> runs does. back out, and actually gets in and out of the building twice. He does, and, and twice. Kudos on Dwight for knowing the escape routes yeah. and knowing how to catch that's capture him. Dwight. That's that that tracks. That, that's. <laughs> I, I, and they do use the classic um, when he's trying to explain his point of going midway through a Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love that. And, and <laughs> so many people died. But if Frodo had given up. <laughs> yes, yes, this is uh, this and that is was like his, to Mordor, That Michael. was his closing argument <laughs> right there. Was, and like, it's like when he's talking about... Um, yeah, Lex Luthor in like uh, Smallville. Yeah, it's like, and I think, and you know, they just kind of go in the middle of a story, <laughs> and Michael's not saying once again. He's just sitting there, just like looking straight ahead, like uh -huh. dejected. <laughs> yeah, so they they do entail a lot of like classic office, uh, you know, stuff we've seen before. That still works. Oh, it's yeah, still funny, and it does work. Yeah, the yeah, and you don't work. really even think about it that it's that it's until you watch it, say like 10, 15 times, or hey may start a podcast about it right exactly yeah. that you're like oh yeah they kind of did that before oh yeah they kind of yeah. did that before it doesn't really matter well and it's you know it's, it's good to look at things in in changing context it's good to re-examine these arguments and, it, and and there's no fault in a a, a great quality show mm -hmm. making choices that you wouldn't agree with yeah uh, or even choices that can be universally agreed upon as missteps right. i'm not saying that's what anything would happen here yeah. you know the trans line i'm not exactly thrilled about but yeah no I, you know yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people that would be fine with it. Yeah, or they wouldn't think twice about it, exactly. or they or they think it's funny. You Exa know? Exactly. You know, yeah. like, and that's fine. Yeah, you know? yeah. Art yeah. is meant to be interpreted. It's true, and I mean, you know, you can just you enjoy things more for certain reasons, and you don't others yeah. for other reasons. At least that's my you know straight yeah. passing white cisgendered opinion on it. <laughs> I'm glad that they possibly make not the most advanced. I mean, whatever. I'm just glad that they do make them out to be like you know that the that the that the show does acknowledge like that's that's. That's yeah. not right. That's offensive. They like, do. That, yeah, they do call him out on it. This is the great. boob. Yeah. This is the boob here, you know. Well, and, and that's really what the Michael Kevin, bit at the know? end is. Michael's, oh, she's hot. 
Yeah. Is 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 is, is them <laughs> writers saying, "Shut up, y'all. She's hot. She's hot. Fuck off." And just because you're voting on it doesn't, it's not going to change a damn doesn't thing. Change a damn thing. <laughs> like it's a more like we win, yay! It's very the whole damn thing's childish. Yeah. But hey, sure. that they still keep us coming back for more. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to the next one. Oh yeah, We're, we'll be definitely coming back for more for next week. That'll yeah. be a good one. Yeah. And we hope you'll come back yeah, with us. Please hope, send us an email at peoplepersonpaperpodcast at gmail.com if you have anything to say, anything to ask. That we, is a real email. It sure is. How about that? <laughs> See us on Facebook. See us on Spotify. Actually, yeah. just listen to us. Just listen. Many listen however you can. We'll see you next week. Bye. The People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. PCP. They mean it. Angel <laughs> dust. Whack, whack. PCP.